Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. babes what's up and welcome to another episode of fierce female radio it's estelle here your host your female empowerment coach and the founder of a fierce female co where we are here for the women with big dreams and are all about fiercely leading you back to alignment bliss pure power and healing so you can manifest it all welcome to the show guys what is up I'm super excited to be giving you and bringing you this episode today. This is so funny. I have actually been procrastinating a little bit with this episode and I have had so many people constantly asking me about it. So I thought I would put it out there. Like literally, if not every single day, I have someone asking me whether it's on Instagram, whether it's a nail appointment, whether it's when I'm doing my errands or whatever, how I've managed to lose weight since having... Um, since having the bub. So I'm going to go deeper into that in this podcast episode. Um, but before I do, I wanted to let you know of a couple updates. Firstly, Feminine Power, our five-week live group coaching experience for the woman that is ready to do life her way, to live life from a power presence, from purpose, to heal the parts of her, the wounds that are holding her back from her joy, her bliss, and her potential. Oh my goodness, guys. Feminine Power is so freaking juicy. This is really a homecoming, and this is really a feminine leadership experience because we are learning to lead ourselves again. We are learning to return to our womanhood, our feminine essence, and release all those patterns and untangle those programs that have been keeping us in that people-pleasing mode, that have been keeping us in that space where we are consumed by our self-sabotages and that is running the show, as opposed to purely seeing our presence as power and living from that presence, right? So this is activating your magnetism, your sexiness, your magic, your intuition, your bliss, and getting back into your body so you can experience joy and fulfillment and happiness and be a magnet for all that you desire. So as you can probably tell, I'm really excited about this experience. It is a five-week group coaching experience. We are elevating each other together. We are rising together and it includes five weeks of support. It includes three powerful training and transmissions, three beautiful goddess circles where we do like powerful rituals and coaching as well. So you get to ask me any questions and we get to hear from the other women as well. And just that real sharing and unity experience. Um, and you also get access to, we're doing a feminine and we're doing a creatrix flow workshop where I'm bringing in someone external and it's going to be awesome and sexy to do a beautiful, powerful workshop. It's a surprise. I'm not going to give too too many details about what that actually involves. Um, but you get the vibe plus there's going to be a group 
unlimited group Voxer support chat. So that's essentially the opportunity for you guys to message me um, through voice text or um, text function and get any support that you need. Ask any questions, pep each other up, rev each other up, support each other, do all that stuff in the healing as a group, um, you know, so you get to elevate each other together. And I love this add-on because it really is like on-the-spot coaching and elevation. And whilst calls and circles and all that stuff is so incredible and powerful, but sometimes you just need support and help in the moment. You just need to move through it in the moment. You just need to share in the moment. And so this is really a powerful way to, that we can provide that for you. Um, you also get access to meditations, like really powerful meditations and journal prompts and rituals and workbooks. So it is yeah, you're getting, you're getting a lot, but it's not just about that. It's really the value and the permission that you're giving yourself, um, by doing an experience like this. So if this is lighting you up in some way, shoot me a DM at Fierce Female Co to find out more, to see if this is in alignment for you. This is a, we have limited spots available for this experience. We like to make it intimate. Um, so send me a message if this is lighting you up in some way at the moment, um, we are on pre-sale, um, but because I'm actually recording this episode Sunday morning at 6.30 a.m., um, pre-sale ends for everyone at midnight today on Sunday. And so I'm not really, I don't think I'm going to be, um, I think this podcast is only coming out on Monday. So Monday or Tuesday. So what I'm going to do is if you are interested in this experience, I'm going to offer this to you at a pre-sale rate up until midnight Tuesday, um, Tuesday the 15th. So you can just shoot me a DM, um, letting me know that you've, uh, you're interested and you've been listening through the podcast and I will offer that pre-sale value, pre-sale rate for you, which is one, two, 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 and it goes up to one, five, five, five. Um, yeah, guys. So I'm excited. Let me know what questions you have and we're doing it. We're doing the things. This is going to be a fire month for everyone. Okay. So let's talk about this weight loss journey experience. <laughs> There's, it's so funny. There have been like, as I mentioned before, I, I get asked this question a lot. Um, and so I thought I would do a podcast episode on it because it's not something I normally talk about, but I'm purely just sharing this from my own experience. I am not a professional, like please engage your own um, practitioners, your doctor, whatever questions you have for your, you know, in order for you to get support on this, please do so. This is just purely me sharing my experience, what works for me. Also knowing that everyone's genetic makeup is different. Everyone's body is different. What people were doing before pregnancy and during pregnancy also makes a really big difference to this type of thing. So, um, see this as like a menu, take what you like and leave what you don't, um, you know, and get support on that as well if you need from professionals. But yeah, I just thought it would be a good idea for me to include everything and then whatever resonates awesome. Um, and whatever doesn't, please, you know, put it to the side. Um, but it's funny cause I, I have to admit I had a bit of resistance with creating this podcast episode cause I think I like shared with my Instagram that I told you this like a month ago and people keep asking me about it. And I was just like, Oh my God, shit, I have to do it. Whilst I've done other podcast episodes. And so I think I had a bit of resistance to it. And I think because it's not something I would normally speak about. Um, but you know, if I was on, I probably, you know, if I think about it for me when I was on that kind of journey, um, of wanting to get healthier and leaner and leaner post 
um, post-birth, I probably would have found something like this really valuables. And that that's really important to me. I want to provide you guys with, with value. So I think this would be value, valuable for you, whether you have had a baby or not, um, because I really approach this from a holistic perspective. So yeah, for those of you that don't know, I had um, my baby boy, Luca, in on the 2nd of August. 2021. I cannot believe it. He's like seven months old. Oh my God, that's wild. And so throughout my pregnancy journey, I actually put on about 24, 25 kilos. So I put on a fair bit of weight and it might not have been that noticeable. Like a lot of people said, Oh, I didn't even notice you put on that much weight. And, but, but that's fine. But for me, I was so hungry. Oh my God. And I was hungry for carbs, for sourdough bread, for toast cheese sandwiches, for anything like carby and also like plain. So very little nutrients. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. I really, I tried to infuse nutrients here and there, but really all my body was craving was bread, bread and cheese. That's pretty much it. And so, you know, I really, through my pregnancy journey, I really just surrendered to whatever my body needed. And I made sure like I was having green juices and I tried to add on as many veggies as I could when I wasn't feeling nauseous. But, um, the cheese and the sourdough just had my heart, to be honest. That's what was happening. So I surrendered. And so doing that, I, I want to share also what it kind of looked like post-pregnancy. Um, so yeah, so I put on, and so I think it's important for me to preface, I'm going to kind of section this podcast out from a mindset emotional perspective like what are the things I did from a mindset perspective which is the most important thing and I know it's not like the sexiest stuff because you just want to go to the things and find out exactly what the thing that I did and um but that's like not that's not what it's about because we can just google anything and I'm sure if we implemented a few different things we would lose weight but it's not it's not about that it's actually about um, your mindset and the energy and how you approach it. So I've got some practical things, but I'm also telling you, going to share with you how I viewed things um, and how I kind of, my energy around it, because it makes a huge difference, huge difference. And so, okay, yeah, so let's do it. So I, um, I started to lose the weight, I think for me, I think I lost about 20, 24, 25 kilos probably between four to five months, four to five months after having the bub. Um, and like I'm saying, this is not like, this is just my experience. Everyone is unique. Everyone is different. This is just my experience. So, and I think what was important for me is I, um, throughout the pregnancy, I really just surrendered. I really surrendered. I, I knew I was putting on weight. I could see I was putting on weight. It wasn't my baby. It was, I was putting on weight. I was hungry. I was this and I was that. And I was just surrendering to it. But I also had a deep inner knowing that I was going to lose the weight. Like I just knew, I just had a strong inner knowing, like even people, lots of people were telling me, oh, it's so hard. And it's so hard to lose weight after you have kids. And absolutely, I can appreciate that is the truth. But I just knew that wasn't going to be my truth. And that might be absolutely triggering for people. That's totally fine. Um, But for me, I just had a deep inner knowing that I was just going to lose it. And that was just going to be it. And that really supported me and helped me. Um, throughout my pregnancy as well because I didn't have a lot of guilt like sometimes I was like oh my god holy shit did I really need to eat all that um but I didn't often have those experiences where I was binging I, I just was really hungry and so I just allowed myself to feel that to whatever I need you know allow myself to be hungry and to eat whatever I needed to eat um and so when I 
um, after I've had the, had the bub, I don't remember exactly what point, but there was a while where I was just like not focusing on losing weight. Like, oh my God, I just had this beautiful miracle baby and I'm just trying to like get used to life and, um, you know, sleep was a priority in keeping my baby alive and, you know, breastfeeding and all of these things and learning and just being in that, those juicy moments. So I wasn't really thinking about losing weight. Um, and I didn't weigh myself for a little while as well. Cause I just thought that's, I don't need to do that. Um, but when I started to, I don't remember the exact point, but then I started to think about, okay, cool. Like I would like to start losing this weight. I would like to start thinking about this. I would like to start to feel um, lighter. And that was the whole thing I felt, you know, I felt heavy in my body. Um, and so I really approached this from a perspective. I, I really looked at it firstly from a mindset and energetic perspective. This is the thing where it's like, we have to apl- approach our body from a place of gratitude and compassion and love, because if we get into that downward spiral and if we constantly are nitpicking at ourselves, be like, oh my God, look at my butt, look at my thighs, look at this, look at that. This is so different. You know, my hips, all this stuff. We're not showing our body love and then we're not making decisions from a place of love. We're making decisions from a place of fear and the fear being, oh my God, I'm not going to lose the weight. Right. But instead, you know, I really encourage you to look at things from a place of love and healing. It's just showing yourself so much love, because if you keep showing your body love, the universe will reward you with that love. But but also when you make decisions, like when you're in that place of like frustration and negativity, like you're not going to make decisions from a place of love. You're making decisions from a place of fear and lack. And that's not the vibe. It's really not the vibe. Um, because also another thing is that the majority, like what I felt like was so true for me is that I didn't like, I didn't think that much about it. Like, I think people expected me to be working out every day and doing all that stuff. Or when they asked me what I did, like, I didn't think that much about it. I really didn't because I was so focused on the happiness and the fulfillment and the joy that I was experiencing with my baby. That was my focus. And also being in, you know, a good mental place, a good mental headspace. So I wasn't going to be sitting there starving myself because when you're starving yourself, your hormones peak, your cortisol's peak, everything becomes imbalanced. So that's not what the that's not the vibe I was willing to create for myself. Um and so that was also a huge thing is that um and I'll probably focus on that a little bit later, but remaining calm and, and being peaceful was a huge part of it. So also another thing that's really important is Yeah. So not thinking too much about it, having that strong intention and expecting the results, sending your body so much love and compassion, as opposed to going down that that negative self-talk downward spiral. And also, um, also another little thing, I didn't buy any new clothes. Okay. And this is going to seem interesting. So this is, like I said, this is just what I did and what worked for me. I didn't buy any new clothes. So because I expected the results. I expected that I was going to be losing weight. And so I didn't need to buy new clothes because I wasn't going to be in them for long. Cause I felt like if I'm buying new clothes, I'm telling the universe, okay, like this is my, this is my new size, but it's not because I knew what I felt good in. I knew that I feel good at a certain like weight range and that feels good for me. And so I just expected I was going to get there. So I didn't need to buy the clothes. You know, I also learned to love my curves. 
Okay. So this absolutely was hard for me at times. And I had to do some inner child's work around that. And I had to look at that deeper. And I did that actually throughout my pregnancy as well and post um, because I had to look, okay, like what is the importance that I'm placing on the way that I look? Is that coming from a clean place? Is that coming from my wounded child? Is that coming from a childhood wound? And what is it? Let's explore that deeper. You know, and I used to absolutely be the girl that was so focused on her body. Oh my God. Like in my, I don't know, like teenage years, like late teens, early twenties, it was something that consumed me so much. Like, like so many young women. And I look back and I was like, oh my God, what a freaking waste of time. But also giving myself so much love and compassion for that time because I was just obsessed, obsessed with, you know, the way that I looked and my body and I was, I knew that that was definitely not a place that I wanted to be in and I wasn't going to allow myself to go to that place. So I needed to do some inner work around that. Um, and I think what was really important for me as well is that I, I allowed, I showed myself a lot of love. And this is the thing I can keep saying this is that it be, it's because it's so important because when I look at what didn't work when I was younger, it was all from a place of fear. It was all from a, a lack of love, all of it. Like really what I was saying is in order for me to look a certain way, in order for me to be a certain weight, then I will be worthy of acceptance, of approval, of love. Then I will feel good about myself. Then I will love my body. Then I will feel confident. But that's not the way. We have to feel all of those emotions now. We have to tap into our confidence, tap into our self-love. Because the thing is, what's actually, it's never, that result is never going to give you that feeling. It's not going to be, genuine you need to cultivate that that feeling within yourself first because then there's going to be the next thing then you're going to be like okay cool I'll only really be able to feel sexy or only really be able to love myself when I'm this certain weight range and then it's going to be like I'm only really gonna you know feel sexy when I can fit into these jeans or when I meet a guy or when I I'll only feel successful when I you know hit this amount of money in my business or whatever it is like this is something that I teach so much in my programs and with my clients is that we have to learn to feel those ex- those emotions first and foremost because that's what's going to draw you in that's what's going to cultivate more of those feelings as opposed to thinking that the result is going to give you that feeling because what a sad way to live there's always going to be the next thing you know we have to take our power back um Yeah. And so that was a really big piece for me. So, okay, cool. Let's get into a few more practical things. I hope this is helpful because I'm just imagining myself back in the day and I probably would have been like, okay, cool. Just tell me the things, (laughs) tell me the things. But the energy and the mindset work is the most important thing, like a hundred percent. It's the most important thing. So yeah, I really, um, I hope that's helpful for you. And in terms of a practical point of view, I think one of the things that I really focused on is reducing stress levels. So naturally things can feel like a bit heavy and stressful when you've had a baby because it's a whole new life. It's a whole new world. You've got no sleep. Like You're not sleeping at all. You're trying to keep this little creature alive. You're trying to figure it all out. Like a lot's going on. But at the same time, you've, you know, you're so loved up. And of course, everyone's got their own experience um, postpartum. And for me, what was really important was for me to um, like reduce my stress levels. I didn't want to feel stressed during this time, right? So, and this is something that the reason why I'm mentioning this here is because it, I believe it really helped me with um, trying to lose weight. Because I think I mentioned before that 
not thinking so much about it was a huge part of it. <laughs> it was a huge part of it. Um, and so focusing on coming from a place of happiness and calmness and peace and reducing stress levels is very important. So um, the way that I did that was, you know, spending time in nature. You know, we went for walks all the time, spending time in nature, that being around nature really reduces cortisol levels. That was a very, you know, very, very positive experience to me. So spending lots of time in nature, daily meditation, if I could, like that wasn't something that I always, I always did, but if I could, you know, do a meditation every day, I could feel the impact on my cells, literally. So daily meditation, if I could, breath work, you know, calming my nervous system, so important, stretching, stretching my body out. And the reason why I say these things is because I am aware of my triggers when it comes to overeating, when it comes to not eating healthily. And I encourage you to think about this, like, what are your triggers? You know, if you're, if you're going to binge, if you're going to eat unhealthy, if you're going to, you know, what are your, what are the things that get you? And so for me, like, I knew that what gets me my triggers is when I'm really tired. So when I'm really tired, I don't eat healthy. I am not focused on what I'm eating. I'm not being intentional with my food. Okay. Um, And whilst that was going to be pretty inevitable, having a baby that you're going to be tired, I did things to bring myself back into balance. Like things that I mentioned before, reducing my stress levels, like going for walks, meditating, breath work, stretching. That helped me. Okay. Um, you know, going for naps, things like that. Also, another trigger for me was hunger. So making sure that I didn't get to that point of being like starving and really hungry. So eating more regularly. And also I was breastfeeding, so I needed to eat regularly. I was hungry and making sure that I didn't get to that point, you know, where it's five o'clock and you're famished. You're like, oh my God, I'm starving. You know, no one makes good, healthy decisions from that place. And I knew that about me. Um, so those were my main two triggers, you know, and also not like eating mindfully, like being really busy, you know, we're really busy and we're really rushing and we're just like grabbing random things of putting in our mouth, whatever's available to us. (laughs) Um, and we're not like just chewing our food properly. So I knew that those were the things that get me. Um, and so I needed to try to prevent that or have, you know, or know when that starts to happen what to do um okay so also making sure that i'm not i'm not focusing on restriction really important for me this is something that um my nutritionist Catherine hay talks about she's absolutely awesome um if you guys want to reach out to her if you want to speak to a professional um I know that for me, restriction is not important, is is so important. So I can't come from a place of restriction. I can't be hungry. I can't like that. I don't make good, healthy decisions from that place. And I didn't want to be starving myself. I didn't want to be hungry. Like that's not the vibe. So for me, I made sure that um, I would have little bits. Like I was drinking some champagne here and there. I was having chocolate here and there. Like if I wanted some carbs, I would have the carbs. Like it was just about like, is this coming from a clean place? And like, can I have a little bit of it without having the whole thing? Um, if I can't, then don't have it. But for me, I wanted to enjoy life. Like I was not going to be like doing <laughs> like a hundred percent clean eating. Like hell no, that is just not what I wanted. And so this is what worked for me. Like what worked for me is making sure that I wasn't hungry, you know, because that spikes cortisol levels and that 
you know, when that happens, I make bad choices. So I was, I ate more regularly. Um, you know, I ate smaller, lighter dinners earlier on in the evening. That was a, that's a big thing for me. So it sounds like something small, but this, when I do this, I notice the difference. So eating lighter, smaller meals earlier on in the evening, if I could, and ideally like protein based meals with some fats and heaps of veggies. Um, and like I said, I didn't, I don't want to go to bed hungry. I don't want to really feel that like hunger spike. So I'd make sure that I'd be full and it'd be a good amount of protein and there'd also be fats in there. Um, but I would do it um, like earlier on in the evening. I try to eat as early as possible. Um, also, I drank lots of water and I've been drinking lots of water like all the time. That's always been my thing. Um drinking lots and lots of water, um, also limiting alcohol, but I was still drinking. Like if it was a Friday and you know, we're cheersing to another week and another week that we survived, like it's all good. You know, I'd have a glass of champagne. Um, and sometimes if I felt like alcohol, but you know, I, I also had to watch my drinking, um, you know, because I was breastfeeding and then I would have like some kombucha and I would put heaps of ice in there and I'd put it in a really pretty glass and I'd feel like I'm having that experience. And that was a really big thing for me, creating the experience, not creating lack. Cause that's when, you know, that's when I start to resent things and I didn't want to experience lack throughout this journey. Um, also something that I did and that really helped me is I started the morning with something green first thing in the morning. So just give me a sec cause I have a, a sip of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started the morning with something green. So um, I was using the, uh, what was I using? Morning Complete. Um, morning Complete, which is an incredible product from Activated Dew. So it's a, um, it's a very, it has so many nutrients in there. It's incredible for gut support, gut health as well, um, which is really important after you give birth. So I was taking that, but on the days that I wasn't taking that, I was also, you know, you guys can even use chlorophyll. Like I was having chlorophyll with my water in the mornings. So I just, I loved the idea of the first thing that I'm consuming is green and is healthy and is, you know, full of nutrients. Um, That made me feel really, really good. And that worked for me. Um, Also, what I would do is I would put, I would try when I was like, if I was out and about to have like a green juice. So this never replaced any meal. It's not like I'd be like, oh, I'm having a green juice for breakfast or green juice for lunch. That definitely does not work for me. Um, That's far too restrictive. I don't think, you know, a bowl of greens is a meal. So, but I would do this um, because firstly, I would be getting a nutrient hit. So I'm focusing on nutrients. I'm focusing on nourishment as opposed to restriction. Um, and, you know, I also know that when I'm making decisions like that, that, that are in alignment with, with, you know, um, greater health, that I'm less likely to, you know, um, have a whole block of chocolate type thing. So, that for me really worked. I would have some um, a green juice like when I'm out and about, if I'm at the shops, um, and I would get like, what's my go-to? Like celery, cucumber, ginger, and lemon. That's the combination that I love. No ice, please. And yeah, I would just get that when I'm out and about. And I still do that now because it just it's so good. It's such a good way to get the nutrient hit, and it just makes you feel good about yourself that you're, you know, you're taking the time to nourish yourself with greens. So that really works for me, and that just helped me focus on nourishment and health. Um, which is really what it should be about. Um, 
what else? What else did I do? Okay, so some other things that worked for me is, you know, I needed to have snacks. Absolutely. Like I was not going to not eat for five hours, especially breastfeeding. I was starving all the time. Um, well, I wasn't starving all the time, but I was like often very hungry um, from breastfeeding. So I made sure that I would eat regularly. So whether, you know, there would be protein bars, whether there would be boiled eggs, for some reason, the boiled egg thing works for me. I would boil eggs and I would keep them, I would boil like a bulk of them and then keep them in the fridge and peel them when I need them. And I'd have literally salt, pepper and some mayonnaise. And that would be a snack for me. And it really helped me feel satiated. And, you know, also Greek yogurt with berries. I love Greek yogurt with berries. Um, that was also a good snack for me. I just didn't often feel hungry. And um, that was a really big, important piece. I also moved my body um, very regularly. So I'm not going to say every single day, but most days um, I moved my body, whether we were going for walks with the bub, um, you know, also that was a big thing, lots of walks. And that also helped me reduce cortisol levels, be calm and not focus on the weight. And that's really when I started dropping. It's so funny. And um, also what I would do because I was focused on toning, you know, it was weight loss, but it was also toning. Um, so I would do 20 minute workouts and (laughs) I would put my mat out, lay my mat out. I put Luca in his, um, bouncer (laughs) and I would put music on like some fun music on. I would, and I would watch these like YouTube, 20 minute YouTube workouts. And I think, who did I do? Pamela. Oh my God, I'm going to Google her right now because I literally don't remember the net. Pamela, someone, YouTube. Let me give you who it was. But also it doesn't matter, but this has just worked for me. Reef, Reef, Pamela Reef. Um, she's German, I think. Um, anyway, I quite liked her stuff because a lot of it had no equipment and I didn't really have any equipment. And, you know, it's like 10 minute booty workouts or like 12 minute ab workout or like 20 minute full body workouts, like whatever it was. So I feel like it was just really good, you know, if you're time poor and stuff. So that really worked for me. And I would have some toys in my hands as I was doing the workout. So I would be engaging Luca and like kind of like playing with him and making faces. And he would be just so entertained and loving these weird moves that I'm doing. (laughs) But I feel like we had a limit. So often, you know, I could only do 20 minutes of that, but that was fine. That was enough, you know, and I would do that like three, maybe four times a week, um, you know, as well as going for walks and, and moving my body regularly. And that really worked for me. But like I said, I had to um, do something that was that I enjoyed. And I don't know if I mentioned this on this episode, but I really, really encourage you when it comes to working out, do something that you love. Like, please do not do something you don't like. Don't be like, oh, I have to go to the gym. I hate the gym. Please don't go to the gym then. Like do a movement that you enjoy to do. So you're not focusing on the results. You're not like the toning and the weight loss or whatever. That's just a byproduct, but you're doing it because it feels good and it's fun. Um, so make sure you find out what that is for you. And, um, you know, I go through phases. Um, normally I do lots of yoga and Pilates, but I didn't want that. I felt like I just wanted to move my body more. Um, so I was loving those workouts. Um, also another thing, like I said before, um, reducing those stress levels. And so something that really worked for me in addition to like spending time in nature and daily meditation, if I could, and breath work and stretching was um, acupuncture. So I didn't go as many times as I would have liked, but 
I did go a few times and I went throughout my pregnancy and before, but I love acupuncture. Oh my goodness. I love my Chinese medicine doctor. She's incredible. Um, if you guys are in Melbourne, check out nature heals in Q. I think she's in Q. Yes. And, um, her name is Charis and she's incredible. And anyway, so Chinese medicine doctor, um, and acupuncture is really, really powerful. Um, and has so many benefits to your mind and to your body um, and to your healing process postpartum as well. And that for me was something that, that really worked um, and that I've been doing for a while. So if you want to go deeper and you know engage some practitioners, I highly recommend that. Um, but just being so easy on myself, showing myself so much love and having that inner knowing that, of course, I was going to you know lose that weight. And of course, I was going to, you know, like be toned again and lean and you know, like I said, people are going to get triggered by this because you might not be at that, at that place. And that's so fine, but just know that you get to make that decision. Like you get to decide what gets to be your truth. And as long as you're approaching it from a clean place and that you're doing the inner work around, like feeling that self-love and feeling that worthiness and loving and nourishing your body, regardless of how you look right now, that's the most important thing. And, and doing it from a place of like nourishment and health, as opposed to restriction and lack. Um, you know, and also like feeling good about yourself and releasing the time piece. You know, it doesn't matter about when it happens. You know, what matters is that you're, you see like the improvements on the way that you feel and the way that you look. And that's okay. Like, you know, I think also what's really important for me to say is that when I was pregnant, as I started to put it, put on a lot of weight, like I had to really be okay with being bigger. And I think this is something that people don't talk about because of course there's so much excitement and happiness and joy and all of those, you know, lots of emotions when you're pregnant. Um, but also I had to really be okay with being big. Like you just, you know, you feel very big and we well, don't, not everyone, but I started to feel very big and I needed to not have that take away from the beauty of the experience. Okay. But I think it's okay to feel that. And so it's okay to want to then be in a place where you want to lose the weight. Like there's lots, I think sometimes like we shame that, like, why should we shame that? Like, of course you want to lose the weight. Of course you want to feel good about yourself. That's so fine. Of course you want to, you know, that's so fine. As long as you're approaching it, like I said, from a place of love and you know, you're doing it from a healthy place. Like there's nothing wrong with that. You make sure you, you do the inner work on yourself first and foremost, or during this process, you know? Um, so anyway, guys, I hope this has been helpful for you. Like I said, take what you like, leave what you don't. Even if you can apply one little thing that has been powerful for you here, um, you know, that's my job well done. So I hope this has been helpful for you. Please, um, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to know what you thought of this episode. And if this is resonating with you, feel free to share it on Instagram, tagging us at fierce female co in your IG stories. And good luck with this journey and be so kind and loving with yourself. Um, you know, you've done an incredible job, like birthing a beautiful baby in the world. Like there's nothing more powerful than that. Like I often say to myself, my mantra is like, I can fucking do anything I've given birth. Like seriously. Um, so you can and just be kind and be loving to yourself. And, you know, you've got this girlfriend. Have a beautiful day, Angel, and we will catch you soon on the pod.
If you're vibing this show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at fiercefemaleco. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show and this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness and we'll see you soon.